AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to AM 630 The Word's Church of the Week program. You know, I like to uh, give you a short word at the beginning of these segments, and I was looking into one of my favorite uh, verses uh, in Romans chapter 10, and I want to challenge you because this this chapter, this these verses challenge us. And the question is, how are they going to know? Mm. How will they hear? How will they believe? How will they go? There has to be that person, that entity that's going to initiate the cause, that's going to initiate that conversation. And so I want to challenge you today as you're listening, driving around the city, you have a word, you have a word of hope, you have something that someone needs to hear. It's not just the preachers that can preach. You can preach as well. And today, I want to encourage you, even challenge you, to share the hope of God, to share your testimony with someone, share what God has done in your life, and someone, a listener, will be encouraged by it. So I encourage you, listener, today to uh, to go ahead and share the love of God with someone. We need it. In these days, we need it. And uh, And speaking of what we need, I am in the studio today after... A very long break in the studio. Uh, we have not been in the studio since the other side of COVID. Uh, but praise the Lord, we're coming out. And I actually had uh, Pastor Cole uh, scheduled to be on the radio with me uh, the week of Christmas 2019. And uh, and we had to cancel because I got sick. <laughs> <laughs> not funny, but yes. Not funny, but I surely did get, I came out positive uh, earlier that week, and uh, and thank God I'm here on the other side of it. Uh, but I'm in the studio today with Pastor Cole Phillips. He is the pastor of the Connection Church, and uh, welcome, Pastor, uh, for being being with us today. Good to see you. I am so honored to be here. Thank you for inviting me and giving me this opportunity to to share with the people of this area. I'm just really excited. Well, this area is a pretty large area. It definitely is. We cover 39 counties, and mm-hmm. uh, so many people are going to hear this and enjoy uh, what's going on. You wrote a book, and we're going to get to that book, and I think it is so important, your timing. Mm. Uh, there's something that I love about pastors. There's a perspective that pastors have. Mm. Uh, that not too many other people have because they they put themselves kind of in trouble's way many mm-hmm, times, mm-hmm. and they put themselves in a place to get their hands dirty. Also, uh, you're in a place to hear, not only to speak. I, a minute ago in Romans ten, I, yes. I referred to the speaker, but if if you don't if you can't hear, then you can't speak. Uh, and so you have a perspective of of what is going on as well as what is what God is saying and you wrote a book about it. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to go I I I can't because I, I you you intrigued me with it <laughs> and and you brought it I have a copy and uh I want you to give a little intro to this book even before we start. Yeah, so you know, we've been in in this uh 
period of panic, and uh, it's it's really a, a pandemic of panic that we're experiencing along with a virus. There's actually a fear virus that that has seemed to uh, spread like a contagion, and uh, people need massive doses of hope in order to cope, and there's no better place to find hope than in the Word of God. So, uh, so yes, I've uh, put together a book called "User's Guide to the End of the World," and and it's not it's not intended to to uh, add to the fear, but in, instead, it's intended to encourage and to let us remember the fact that God is in control, and uh, he we don't have to be afraid of the future because God is already there. And so uh, we just need to be reminded of that, and, and I'm excited about getting the book into as many hands as possible. We can find this on Amazon. Yes, it's, it's amazing. You go on Amazon, you, you can order the paperback, and you'll have it uh, in a day or two, or you can download the, the Kindle version as well. So there's an electronic version. Or the, or if you, want, if you prefer you know, the smell and the feel of a real book, uh, then get the, get the paperback. User's Guide to the End of the World, Your Manual for Surviving and Thriving in the Last Days. Yes, yeah, so you just, uh, just search that on your, uh, on your Amazon, through your Google. You'll be able to find it. And if not, contact me, and we'll, we'll you know, help you get a copy. So. Tell me a little bit about the church. What is the church you pastor? Oh, wow. So uh, that we, we could go all the way back, but, uh, but I'm pastor of the Connection Church in, in Hayes County. We have two campuses, one in Buda, one in San Marcos. And uh, we've been there for 17 years. So I'd love to tell you that whole the whole story if we have an opportunity. I'd love to kind of get into that. Well, let me let's go even further back. Okay, tell me tell me your testimony. Where what was your mm. conversion moment? Are you a PK? Mm. Did you grow up in the in the pews? That's a great question. What, what was that like? Yeah, it, it's 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 interesting because you look at a lot. Uh, it's 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 so interesting to me to see all these pastors. And it's awesome. They, they've grown up in these leadership factories, these leadership environments in Christian homes with their dad being a pastor. And I grew up polar opposite of that. Really? I grew up and my uh, parents uh, worked on an assembly line. Um, I did have some uh, church connection as a kid. Uh, so it wasn't like it was totally foreign to me. It just definitely wasn't a priority in my house. But my dad uh, was uh, an alcoholic. He was, uh, in fact, it ended up taking his life uh, early, um, several years ago. But uh, but so I grew up. Uh, now I would say I'm a I'm an adult child of an alcoholic, which affects your life in certain ways mm-hmm. and gives you certain ways that you respond to situations and look at things. So that was kind of me growing up, trying to uh, trying to make sure I. Uh, didn't uh, leave anything out of place or say something that would set off my dad, you know. And so we definitely walked on eggshells around my house. And when I was 12 years old, my my parents were divorced. And so, you know, I still remember that moment when uh, I got up that morning and we took my dad to go find uh, another place to live. And... uh, uh, I hate to say this, but uh, when I remember I was very sad and I still, you know, think about that moment, but also I remember sort of a relief in, you know, in my life as a, as a kid uh, that, that I 
wasn't going to have that uh, that you know happening in, in around me all the time. That tension. And so yes, and and just fear. Mm. You know, speaking back yeah. to the book, but the fear, uh, and so. So that at that point, you know, really at some point in my teenage years, I started looking to the church and to uh, to looking for a, a male role model that was that, that would sort of fill that place in my in my life. You know, somebody that I could look to as a positive example yeah. instead of as a um, you know as as one that is just served as a warning for what I shouldn't shouldn't do in life but uh but I'd already made a commitment to Christ as as a child really I was uh, I I was saved uh when I was um 7 years old so very young you know is when I walked the aisle and mm-hmm. I believe that uh through having the faith of a child not understanding everything at that moment but just simply knowing that I needed Jesus in my life and and so I believe he did save me and of course then that you know over time getting a new perspective as a as a teenager to really flesh out what does that mean to really make him the lord of my life and yeah. to follow him um and so you know i it, it came down to a place where i said um that i i was going to make an all or nothing decision for for him it was either i was going to take this very seriously and build my life around him and his purpose for me or um or just you know be done with it uh, completely right and so uh so yeah at that point really not long after that surrendered to uh, ministry and uh started started uh serving in my youth ministry started serving in youth ministry I was actually a youth pastor for 12 years um and well let me let me interrupt okay. where <laughs> where here where were you in in the states, okay, what, okay, where that's were great, you when great, this great. Happened? Yeah, I grew up in the Dallas area. Oh, okay, actually, yeah, the Dallas area, and so I spent the first, uh, <laughs> the first half of my life uh, so far in, in Dallas, and then I've spent the second half of my life uh, in the in this area of Texas. Yeah. And uh, when I moved down to this area, I really we think this area is better. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I, I didn't because I really thought I want to get home where, right. you know, and, and Dallas was home. Right. But once I got down here, I realized, one, there's a big difference between this area of Texas and Dallas on the spiritual landscape mm. that uh, Dallas is what I would call uh, overchurched, perhaps. You know, they're yeah. almost. If you think about the vaccine, that means you get just a little bit of the the disease that yeah. keeps you yeah. from getting the real thing. And I think they can do that with the gospel, where you get a little bit of Jesus and just enough so that it keeps you uh, wow. immune to the real mm-hmm. thing. You know, and so so they're over, maybe overchurched in in the Dallas area, and then moving down here, especially up in the Austin area, right. is very underchurched. And so uh really saw that as an opportunity of where where do where do lights need to be lights go into dark places right and yeah. so so um even though in some ways maybe easier to to uh reach people in the the Dallas area I guess in that environment that culture but down here was just a greater need and opportunity so um, I was I moved down here uh, when <laughs> well I went to I did all the schooling and all of this yeah. you know and plenty of plenty of that but uh, was a youth pastor full time in Wimberley for five years 
had a great time there. Um, and, uh, then along during that time I was working on my doctorate in school and, and I, um, I felt God calling me to be a lead pastor of a church. And so, uh, (laughs) we looked and really my prayer all along, we're talking about San Antonio, Austin, uh, Dallas. I I actually grew up in Grand Prairie in Arlington area right there, served in, uh, Seagoville just east of Dallas. Uh, but, um, my prayer has been, God, let me just, as long as I can stay in Texas, you know, I'll go anywhere, anywhere you want to send me, but God, please let me stay in Texas. <laughs> so I'm very thankful to be in Texas, but moving down to Austin, I realized, you know, this is the place, uh, yeah. God ha- has for us to plan our lives. And so, so I was pastoring, uh, an existing church for four years in Luling. Okay. And Luling is such a as, as we're talking about uh, these these cities. You know, Luling has such great uh, barbecue. Mm-hmm. I think the best uh, <laughs> at City Market and watermelon. You know, it's delicious and yeah. all those good things. But uh, I was there for four years, and we saw God do some great things. I uh, could have spent my life there. You know, could have really invested there, but but knew that uh, really. There's a dream that I believe is from God placed in my heart that that I, I would start a new church uh, that would reach people that no one else would would reach. Yeah. And so 2004 moved to uh, Kyle and Hayes County area to start the Connection Church. And it was <clears throat> it was just myself, my wife, uh, Pam and my two daughters at the time. They were six and four years old. Yeah. And um, that was our that was our start. It was kind of what you call a uh, cold start or a parachute drop. We did have support from many other churches in the area in in you know Hayes County, but uh, we got started uh, just just serving the community and uh, praying and, and and meeting people. So that's kind of how it got so started. So let me let me now ask you about. The church, because one of the things that that uh, of how I found you, obviously, I'm, I'm, you know, when we when you think of churches, I, I agree, Dallas, there's there's a lot of mega churches, not just churches. There's a lot of huge churches, uh, and then you think of Austin, you don't think of Austin as a religious city, no. as a place with churches, right? And so I started looking where where are the churches in this area. And uh, and that's that's how I found the mm. Connection Church, and I, then I found you on two campuses, and then I said, "Well, I gotta I gotta get a hold of of, awesome. of Pastor of Pastor Phillips. I gotta and see what he's doing over there, because that's not an easy city, right? Uh, right. To to start, yeah, uh, yeah. A, I say it's like uh, it's like uh, selling uh, steaks to vegetarians. There you go. You know, you got the good stuff. You know, it's good." <laughs> But you've got to somehow convince the unconvinced, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, even sometimes we use the phrase, we want to turn atheists into missionaries, you know, somebody who says, I I don't believe or I don't even know if there is a God to to I'm gonna share yeah. share Jesus, you know. So so it's a quite well, a tell task. me now a little bit more about the church itself. What is it like when we roll up? Where where are you located? Uh, your website? How, give me. Give yeah, me. so you can you can see definitely see more because uh, obviously you know social media or uh, the website, which is the connectionchurch.org, or you can also go to 
tcc-tx.com. I believe we'll get you there as well. So it's the Connection Church, and uh, and so uh, <laughs> we are. Of course, we're on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and, and those those places. But but uh, we were portable for six years, and then we moved into a warehouse in, in Buda, and uh, it's a it's a very large warehouse. Uh, we're not we don't occupy the whole thing. But when we went in, no one else was in there at the time, and we built it out ourselves. So I'm not a construction guy or anything like that, but I was literally showing people, here's how you put up the walls and, you know, all of this. That's and, what it means to be a pastor. Oh, man. It was, uh, it was, it was a great time. You know, it was a sweet time. But uh, we, built, we built out this place, and uh, we've been there now for uh, 11 years, I guess. Uh, and it used to be a, the blue building, the big blue building. It doesn't look like a church on the outside, yeah. but uh, it used to be a, a sh- an indoor shrimp farm where they would raise shrimp and and uh and we've you know it kind of became a n- notorious story uh there uh in the Buda area way before you know my time but but now we see uh, lives change there and mm-hmm. I uh you know I'm not super proud of the the you know the structure or whatever but it's what God does in that mm-hmm. building uh, you know, we have a large uh, lobby area, and when we first built it out, I thought, this is too big. Like, the, what are we going to do with all this? Well, that's where life and ministry right. and and connection really happens. And so uh, so we we do that, and then we also started uh, a couple years ago, we started a second campus in San Marcos, which is a, a kind of a traditional church building that we meet in there. And uh, we're seeing, you know, both places last year during uh, lockdown and, and COVID and all this, uh, we baptized 95 people wow. last year. And uh, this year so far, and this is just by the grace of God and the hand of God, but we've baptized um, uh, someone at least every week of 2021. And Praise we've got one schedule for this this yeah. coming week, so we're going to keep that going. It got you know the good Lord willing, and His hand continues to be on us. I want to I want to challenge you, put you on the spot a little bit, okay. Pastor. Um, your testimony is a, is a great testimony. You're not a PK. You didn't come from that uh, that ministry factory, like you mentioned. Mm. That that's a great term, uh, but you were. A regular person, if you would. Just would. a regular guy. Just a regular dude and going through life and having mm. problems and issues that, mm-hmm. that people have. Uh, and now you are, you are a voice uh, in your city and, and in multiple campuses and beyond. Uh, and so would you take this moment and uh, invite somebody? There's a listener there that is struggling that perhaps they're thinking, you know, now COVID, now I lost my job, and mm-hmm. now I can't pay the rent, and now, you know, uh, we got divorced, or now, whatever they're going through, uh, you've you've tasted life in mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. in your testimony. How can you give some hope uh, to them today, and even invite them to church on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Well, I would just say to you, as you're listening, wherever you are, uh, you. God sees you. God sees you. You know, the, look at the the book, the user's guide. This is based on the my book is, you know, it's just words on on paper, but it's is based on God's word the in the Bible and the book of Revelation. Um John was exiled on the island of Patmos all by himself. It was a desert deserted 
barren, rocky, lonely experience. And Jesus showed up to him right there. And you see this all through the Old Testament as well in the life of Moses and the life of um, uh, Elijah. Uh, God shows up in those lonely times, in those lonely moments. And he even begins something, a new work, a new work in those moments. And so wherever you're at today uh, and you feel like no one sees you, no one knows, um, or that, that maybe it's over, I don't have anything left, you you do have something left. You've got your life, you've got today, and you've got the purpose and, and plan of God for your life, and, and he sees you. And uh, so, so don't give up. Whatever you're doing, don't give up, because I promise you and I guarantee you, based on what I know of God and, and his truth and his word, that, that if, if you will hold on, uh, the best is is still ahead, and uh, my encouragement always for for anyone is don't try to do it alone. Don't try to make a go of it alone. You've got to. You know, we do need God, and God is with you, and we need people with skin on. We need some people around us who will encourage us and and speak life into us and 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 help us take those next steps. So whatever you're going through, be sure to reach out and. And if you don't have anyone to reach out to, then reach out to us. Reach out to the Connection Church, uh, to me, um, and uh, I'd love to I'd love to help you and and get you plugged into a local church. And if you don't have a local church home, then we would love to invite you. If you can get up to San Marcos on Sunday morning, or or even up to Buda, then then come and and be with us. And we'd love to walk with you and help you take your next steps. And also, they can find you online if they're if- yes. Yeah, and we, 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 yeah, we're still, I mean, our online services are, are, uh, so we, we see God moving so much through those online services where people are, are getting connected and, and their lives are being, are being, you know, impacted through online. And we, we stream live on Facebook, YouTube, um, and our own, uh, uh, tcclive.org, org on Sunday morning. So, you can catch our services there so the and interact, but it's not just watching a service. Exactly. You know, a lot of people, we just want to kind of watch and consume uh, a service is really uh, doing it together. And so you can interact and we have people who are on every service ready to pray with you and, um, and even online, get online and get you resources into your hands uh, that you would need to, to take those next steps. That's a great, that's a great thing to have. Many churches just, they put it out there, they take it off, but to have somebody there to engage with, so I want to challenge you, listener, to uh, to engage the yeah. the Connection Church yes. dot org, and then you can find the Connection Church on Facebook, on Instagram, and engage with them. Uh, thank you, Pastor Cole, for being part of this today. Really appreciate you coming down. And uh, I also want to let you know too: you should get the book, "The User's Guide to the End of the World." Yeah, in this book, you know, as you get into uh, this, doesn't this this is not a book that's going to uh, tell you a time or a date when Jesus is coming back. What good, the, good. <laughs> what this is going to do is it's going to to encourage you to uh, to keep going, to keep moving forward. Because uh, and, and the way to keep moving forward, you know, how do I do it and put some tools into your hands to say I can take this next step for tomorrow. And of course, uh, you know, Bible prophecy was not written to feed our fear. That's a way a lot of people will uh, think of the book of Revelation. Oh, that's scary and spooky. 
Well, Jesus says, do not be afraid. And so if you think it's scary, then you've missed the point of what it's all about. It's really meant to, (laughs) you know, the the people of the at that time, they were going through great persecution. And so they they needed that encouragement. And so, you know, he wasn't saying, hey, let me scare you a little more. He was saying God has the future in his hands. And, uh, you know, there's there's a great message for the church because uh, people look at the church and with all that's going on, they say, is the church going to going to withstand? Is the church going to endure? And uh, we know for certain that that God's church is going to to continue both into the future and for eternity. In fact, I've just got to say, you know, God's church will last forever. And that's why I think it's so important now that you are a part of a local church and a lot a lot of people they've stopped attending church they've kind of given up on church they love Jesus but I, I don't need the church you need a church family and you're going to spend forever with God's family so you you want to learn to love them now what we do now is simply practice for eternity amen thank you thank you so much for that that last little bit is so is so right we've gotten used to not going to church mm. And uh, but we need to get back into that building, back into the fellowship, and back into that that environment with the congregation. So, Pastor, thank you so much for being part of the Church of the Week uh, this week. And you're listening to AM six thirty The Word. And thank you for joining us. And uh, if you have a pastor that you would like to listen to, uh, please uh, give us a shout out on our Facebook page, AM six thirty The Word. Or right on our uh, website, am630theword.com. God bless you, San Antonio. Be encouraged. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.